coming up today on Locked On Canucks. A lot of stuff, okay? Roberto Luongo going into the Ring of Honor. How do we feel about that? Also, Corey Schneider, his counterpart, is now retired. We're going to talk about the next John Marino. Is he on the Vancouver Canucks? Plus Dakota Joshua. That guy's in trouble, baby. It's a jam-packed episode, but you're listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks. Your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Holy, I need another sip of coffee, man. That intro tired me out. But hey, you're here <laughs> tuning into Locked On Canucks. I am Trevor Beggs, one of the co-hosts here at Locked On Canucks and a Canucks writer for Daily Hive Vancouver. And before we dive into this jam-packed episode, we got to say we appreciate you for tuning into Locked On Canucks. It's your team every day, more specifically, your Canucks every day. Go make sure that you subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, I laid it out. Roberto Luongo, Corey Schneider, Cole McWard, Dakota Joshua. <laughs> Going to talk about it all, man. But first and foremost, someone who's more important than all those guys, Kyle Bowen. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for asking. Uh, Kyle Bowen, Trevor Becks, Locked On Canucks. Your Canucks every day. Subscribe, hit the like button, and leave us a review on your favorite podcast and platform. Uh, dude, I'm excited to have this conversation or these conversations because it's all over the spectrum, but also very, very important when it comes to the integrity of this organization. Let's be honest. Let's be real. I'm also excited to touch on a comment, and we'll save that for the end of the show on comment. Corner man, Begsy, I, I missed you yesterday. That being said, somebody commented yesterday saying that, oh, finally, finally, I can watch an episode of Locked on Canucks because uh, Kyle <laughs> Bowen wasn't there. Uh, that dude's probably from P- Port Coquitlam, to be honest. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. You know, teach their, th- teach their own. I, it was a little mean. Like, I'd rather people take shots at me than take shots at you. You know, you get defensive over your family, man. I don't like reading that stuff. I'd rather you rip my eyebrows or, or my voice. Oh, people or, or are. People are. One person, one person yeah. uh, ripped your eyebrows, too, in like a, a sub comment, which is something, man. It's nice when we can share the hate, you know, and share the yeah. love. And that's what we do here on Lockdown Canucks. So let, let's just jump right into it because uh, there's going to be maybe a couple F-bombs here because I feel as if uh, there are some people thinking that Luongo uh, did not get honored the right way. Okay, so apparently... Uh, a game against the Florida Panthers sometime in December, I believe he's going to be inducted into the ring of honor. He's not going to have his number, you know, shot up there in the rafters. He's just going to make the ring of honor. And I think a lot of people are like, yeah, what the hell? This is Luongo, Luongo, Lou, Lou. He should have his number retired. Uh, uh, where are you on this? Cause again, there might be a couple F bombs. I got to breathe a couple, uh, a couple of times before I go in. So again, I'm going to throw it to you. Uh, what do you fall on this, uh, this debate? Oh man, you, you, you know what? This is a, the truth's going to come out here, Kyle. So uh, back, uh, you can look at my record. So back for Daily Hive in, in 2022, I was asked to write an opinion piece on why Luongo should have his jersey retired and not be in the Ring of Honor. And mm. I think most people want him his jersey retired, right? Greatest goaltender franchise history. I'm despite that opinion piece going out with my name on it, I can make the argument for it. But I'm kind of on the fence about it. Like I, I'm not a guy who thinks Luongo should absolutely 100% have his jersey retired. I think there's a bit of a loser's mentality in this market in terms mm-hmm. of having too many jersey numbers retired. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I see the argument for it. I get it. You know, it was eight years of the best goaltending we've ever seen throughout the franchise's 50-year history. But I just think I don't know. There's a bit of a loser mentality going on, and uh, you know, it's it's funny. I think for a lot of young fans who idolize Luongo. 
they want his jersey retired. But every time I talk to someone like over the age of 40 to 45, like they don't they don't think his jersey should be retired. Like they just think they remember the playoff flops, right? Because people who have watched this team for 30 to 40 years, they want to see a winner. And they saw Luongo choke in some pretty big moments. Now, mm. that being said, it's a small part of his story, but it's a part of his story nonetheless. So, you know, I, I'm okay with the Ring of Honor. It looks weird because he's, you know, a greater player than most guys in the Ring of Honor. But I'm personally okay with it. And, I, and I'll take the hate in the comments for it. It is what it is. We got to save some room up there. And here's the truth, people. If you're one are of we those on the people, same side with this, we yeah, are. That's we are. Crazy. Of course, we are, dude. And I had a <laughs> I had a Luongo poster in my room for almost like ten years. Okay, for real. Oh man, I think I was like 21 years old with a Luongo poster still in my room. Think about that. I got a lot of respect for the guy who put the Canucks back on the map, right? Because there was that little two year window post Bertuzzi, uh, post lockout where the Canucks were kind of in the mushy middle, and then we made the trade, and Luongo helped us get towards the top. I think he also helped bring a new standard to Henrik and Daniel and everything kind of elevated. And thank you so much. But man, oh man, we got to leave some room in the rafters, okay, for like legacy. And uh, I guess the best way to put it is like this, okay? And, and here's the truth. It's the truth. When the Vancouver when the Vancouver Canucks win the Stanley Cup, I'm sorry, but guys like Naslin and Luongo they're going to get forgotten a little bit. Now, Luongo has a, a bit more pedigree pedigree because he stands up there with like the best goaltenders in NHL history. But again, we need to leave some room for the people who are going to get the job done. The real job done. And the players who haven't done it yet, and maybe it's this batch of players, maybe the Cup's coming home in like 2030, who knows, right? But those are the players that are going to be immortalized. And uh, you nailed it on the head as well, man. He, he did a, he did a lot for the city, and he brought the gold home too. Did his thing. I got a lot of respect and love for Luongo, but the Ring of Honor, it's it's a it's a beautiful honor. And uh, keep in mind, I know it wasn't completely his his fault, but the way he left Vancouver too, a little yeah, a little I think off. that's a part of the story. It's, it's part of the story. It's part of the story. It really is. And then to touch back on what you said, yeah, a big reason, not the only reason. But when you're letting like six to seven goals in, not not only just in the Stanley Cup Finals, but there was some previous series against Chicago as well. It's like, dude, yeah, okay, it's just the truth. You you were great for us, MVP like, but we got to leave some room up there, not just in the rafters, but in our minds when we talk about immortalizing Canucks players. And the standard has to be way way up there. And I'll say it again, I got a lot lot of love for Luongo, but this is the right choice. Yeah, I, I, honestly, even the stuff where people were potentially mad at Casey DeSmith for potentially taking number one, his old number, because it was Longo's number. It's just like, I just think this stuff's gone a little bit too far, man. Like, <laughs> if we if we start if we start retiring every guy like Luongo and, and Naslin, and this is why I'm, I'm really uh, going to get some hate on this, I think. <laughs> you yeah. and I have both, Kyle. But you start retiring all these numbers, what, you could have t- 20 numbers in the Raptors? and Before like, one cup? No cups? Before one yeah. cup? Yeah. Come on, guys. It's... uh. Like, again, maybe those 40-year-olds who kind of agree with this, like, oh, yeah, get into the ring of honor is just enough. Don't retire the number. Maybe they are the same people who think that Kirk McClain should have his number retired or something, you know? Like, it's it's all over the place, and there's the debate. The debate is one that's going to happen. I think there's weight on both sides, but I would just like personally for the Vancouver Canucks moving forward to have a way bigger standard to be immortalized. We've been through 50 years of, like, total mediocrity if you – compile all the years together and i think moving into the next 50 years it's just got to be a little different here and it starts from the top literally from the top of the raptors and i don't think luongo's number has to 
has to be up there. Just uh, it, yeah. it is what it is. That's fascinating. Let us know in the comments how you feel, because I do feel like Kyle and I are in the minority based mm -hmm. on, you know, polls out there, based on what I've read online on, on the Twitter. Uh, I think Kyle and I are in the minority saying, you mm -hmm. know, don't retire his number. It doesn't really matter. And honestly, I don't think the Longo really cares either. He would take the honor. He would like lo love his number to be retired. But I feel as if, again, he's a competitor, a realist. He's not going to put all the blame on himself, but that's a lot of goals to let in on in elimination games uh in the postseason it's just the truth it's just the truth yeah. man it's yeah luongo such a All... polarizing figure in, in hockey and in vancouver yeah. and uh, grateful for his efforts and what he did for the franchise and being honored in this capacity is a beautiful thing let's touch on his counterpart quickly during those uh, glory years in vancouver because Corey schneider announced his retirement from the nhl yesterday uh, i want to talk about schneider for a couple minutes before we get to break and talk about what's going on with our present canucks uh, but Corey Schneider, after 16 years in the NHL, that guy really bit his time in the minors uh, with the Manitoba <laughs> Moose before finally coming up to the Canucks uh, during that 2010-2011 season. I'll ask you this, and maybe it's a weird question, but in a different universe, do you think Schneider could have had a better career than Luongo? Ooh, yeah. That dude, man. I don't even know. Uh, the, the only way I could put it is, is like this, okay? Let's say Aaron Rodgers, right? Aaron Rodgers, let's say he never got the start the Green Bay Packers and when Brett Favre retired and then came back out of retirement and then showed up to Green Bay Packers camp uh, let's say the Packers like you know what Brett thanks for coming back we really needed you you're going to be our starter again but in reality they actually did the the opposite and told the told him to f off we got Aaron Rodgers but let's say again that didn't happen and Brett Favre was again the starter and they traded Aaron Rodgers to New England to be Tom Brady's backup and wait for him to retire because that's what happened to Schneider he waited yeah his whole career behind Luongo, one of the best goalies of all time of the generation. And then he gets traded to New Jersey. And keep in mind, I think there was a bit of an agreement that Brodor would retire soon or whatever. But Yeah, just, he, he only played for one more year. Yeah, but it's uh, still, it's there, still. But, imagine yeah. that. That's just a lot of prime years of sitting on and, the bench. And the devil sucked during uh, Schneider's prime years too, right? Yeah. Like you look at Schneider's career, it's, it's so bizarre because – yeah, he was, you know, overseasoned in the minors. Like, he was more than ready when he came up during 2010-2011 season. Then he plays on the Vancouver Canucks, and he helped that team win, win President's Trophies. Like, him and Luongo were an amazing, amazing tandem. Like, I think one of the best goalie tandems of the 21st century. And then the Canucks try to trade Luongo. Uh, they can't trade him, so they trade Schneider. Like, so that, that whole ordeal, I mean, Schneider has more time as a backup. And then, yeah, finally, when he gets thrust into the starting role in New Jersey, the team absolutely sucks. Mm -hmm. so it's just like it's just an absolutely bizarre career and i i know to go check it out on our channel if you missed it over the summer we did a a, a story on what would have happened or an episode of what would have happened if the canucks kept Corey schneider so i think that's a good way to cap off that conversation go find that on the locked mm -hmm. on canucks podcast mm -hmm. feed that was a good oh, trip man. down uh, all this like memory lane talk man sorry to cut you off just all this memory lane talk and all this like we're getting mad i'm not gonna say for no reason but we're getting really really mad about teams that didn't get the job done I know it's really borderline impossible, impossible to win the Stanley Cup. You got to get everything to go your way. But just raise the standard and be more hungry. You know what I'm saying? Overall, it's okay. It's okay that Roberto Luongo is not getting his number retired from the Vancouver Canucks. Dude, did he win a Vesna with the Vancouver Canucks? Did he? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. You don't even have that. You get what I'm saying, bro? It's like, relax. 100%, yeah. Relax. It's okay that Luongo's not getting his number retired. Yeah, best Twitter account of all time in hockey. Well, one of the first great Twitter accounts in hockey, sure. 
Great. Thank you so much for starting that up in Vancouver, in our area code, in this uh, uh, geographical region. Congratulations. But end of the day, the job didn't get done. And we got to save those moments and those, uh, those spots in the Raptors for people who, like the next stage of being immortalized for this organization. I think the standard has been set for the guys like Burroughs, uh, Luongo, uh, BXO and whatnot, Henrik and Daniel up there, Trevor Linden, Stan Smeal, Pavel Bure, right? He changed the game in his own way, for real. That's good. Good, Naslin. Okay, cool. Let's move forward, though. Let's move forward, and we're going to go from Luongo Schneider, Naslin Talk, <laughs> to Colbeck Ward, Dakota Joshua Talk, Ooh. baby. That's the kind of stuff you get here on Lockdown Canucks. You know, Kyle, we talked about uh, Corey Schneider being uh, overripe. Well, speaking of being overripe, you got some overripe, maybe a little mushy, moldy tomato sitting in the fridge. You know what? Have you burnt your last piece of toast? What? Has your hot sauce bottle gone empty? If so, you got to try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. Kyle, even to your, even to that little door out back your house, man. They'll even go there, okay? They'll even Are go down those sketchy house little stairs. You calling my house small? You calling my humble no, abode small? I, I just, I know where your Come entrance on, is. You know, you got the yeah. sketchy stairs, you know, DoorDash. Yeah. They'll go down those stairs to help you Ooh. out, buddy. Don't got to worry. You know, with thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. Holy DoorDash, unbelievable. You'll get exactly what you ordered or they'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them up yourself. Except guess what? You don't have to. You can sit at home in your bird dogs, baby. And, you know, just let DoorDash come to you. And with the easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it so get 50 percent 50 percent holy get 50 percent off your first doordash order up to 25 uh, up to 20 dollar value when you use code locked at checkout limited time offer terms apply that's 50 percent off up to 20 dollars no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the doordash app in the app store and enter code locked don't forget that's code locked not locked on nhl just locked for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. People, people, before we get back to the show, baby, I got to tell you that new episodes of Locked On Canucks will be available wherever you stream podcasts and on YouTube at 4.20 p.m. for no reason at all, okay? New episodes every day at 4.20 p.m. Again, wherever you stream podcasts and on YouTube. Let's get back to the show. Okay, okay. We back here on Locked On Canucks. Your Canucks every day. Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen. Shout out to Surrey, British Columbia, okay? Shout out to all my Surrey Jacks watching this, okay? All my Surrey what? Jacks. If you guys didn't know this, Trevor Beggs, he was one of the first Surrey Jacks of all time. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? The truth matters. That's not, that's not true. Come on. Ooh. How old do you think I am? They used to call you T-Dog, yo. They did used to call me T Dog. Oh, what true. up, T Dog? Yeah, yeah, oh, I got a lot of T Dog. Those in high are the school. days, bro. Those are the days, man. Shout out to Sullivan Heights. Okay, Shout actually, out to yeah, f- fun, fun story. My, uh, my, it was a teacher who started calling me T Dog. I don't, what? yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't even a my classmates. It was a teacher, dude. And again, if you're new to the program, welcome. And second, I used to be called Canine Bowen in an alternate universe. Okay, <laughs> the big dog Canine Bowen, for obvious reasons. Okay, come on, man. Out here, man, for real, for real, for real. Locked on Canucks. Your team every day. Uh, subscribe, hit the like button, and uh, yeah, leave us a review on your favorite podcasting system, all right? It is what it is. 
man, oh man, it's good to be back again, talking to my homie. I can't wait for the, the season to get started. And we also had another comment on Twitter, okay? Uh, comments galore. And we had somebody tell us that, yo, Locked On Canucks fell off. Okay, Trevor Beggs cares too much about his kids. Uh, I got a message, uh, the Locked On Podcast Network. I don't know if this guy was being sarcastic or real. Maybe we got to step it up and we'll be accountable. We'll, we'll, we'll meet up for some beers in the near future and talk about what's next going into October. But maybe he was just being sarcastic and connecting our hate on a guy like Pod Colson, right? Uh, saying that he's got that daddy energy, but not the big daddy energy that on the other end of the spectrum, he's not doing that well because he's a new dad and not getting enough sleep, blah, blah, blah. But hey, he's connecting those dots and criticizing us and we can take it. Not only are we 30 year old, 30 year old men from Surrey, British Columbia, dude, we dish it out too, man. So you got to be able to take it. Dakota Joshua. Uh, we'll get to him in five minutes. I want to start off with the good because he got, yeah, he got slapped metaphorically by Rick Tockett. Okay. Can he take it? He got dished out the, the ish. By Rick Tockett. Can he take it? We'll find out in the season, and we'll talk about it in five minutes. But first, let's start with the good. Cole McWard getting some love from Rick Tockett. I didn't hear about this, so I'm going to let you take the floor. Yeah, basically, you know, it was another training camp. We're on training camp, I guess, for preseason now. But it was a, a surprise from the Vancouver Canucks, right? Cole McWard paired on the top pairing with Quinn Hughes at the latest Canucks practice. And, I mean, it's been a revolving door there, right? It started with Noah Jules, which was a surprise. Then it was Carson Soucy, who, you know, everydayers know that's who I kind of wanted to see on the top pair. If he can make it work on the right side, didn't look great there, according to reports at the scrimmage. And now it's Cole McWard season, baby. <laughs> and so <laughs> Rick Taco was asked about this after practice. And he basically, when asked about Cole McWard, said, um, and I'm paraphrasing that, you know, maybe Cole McWard could be the next John Marino. I think he said that something on the lines of, why, why couldn't he be the next John Marino? Like John Marino came out of nowhere as well. So I kind of looked into that a bit. I mean, John Marino was acquired um, by Pittsburgh from um, uh, from the Edmonton Oilers for pennies on the dollar. He was a late round pick by the Oilers. Um, and, you know, you look at his last university season uh, at the same age as Cole McWard. Um, he had 33 in 33 games. He had two goals, 16 points. Um, McWard in his last season at the same age had nine goals and 21 points. So McWard is a bit more offensively in inclined than Marino. I don't think you, either you or I have seen enough of him to know if he's that mm. defensively polished, but also like, it's just an open competition right now. I don't think anyone's impressed there. I think the Canucks want to keep Cole with Hironic. And I get that because Hironic needs that stable partner. If Susie can't do it on the right side, your options are really thin after that. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a Juleson or McWard. I don't, Ooh. God forbid it's Tyler Myers. So hey. at this point, you know, why can't it be Cole McWard? Why not? Um, and I just said John Marino's <laughs> last university season. I, he actually played one more. He signed, he signed in the NHL a year later, but the same age of Cole McWard as Cole McWard, Cole McWard outproduced him uh, in the NCAA. So I'm well, curious to see what this, what this looks like for uh, in, in the preseason action here. Okay. Best case scenario. If this happens, he gets uh a boost of confidence and uh, has an easier transition playing in the NHL from college. I know he played a couple games last year, but overall, because he's playing with uh, one of the best defensemen in the league and confidence does a lot of things. Okay. For real. When I was having trouble lasting in bed for a long time, one of my homies was like, yo, just be confident, be confident. Don't be scared. So then I started giving myself pep talks in the shower and boom, like I, <laughs> I can go for hours. Recently though, wow. it hasn't been like that, but uh, where, where was I going with this? Oh yeah. Okay. Trevor, you've been to, <laughs> you've been to, 
you've been to a couple games last year. You probably watched maybe one or two Cole McCord games, maybe one, bare minimum. He wasn't here for a long time. Uh, again, positives. Just talk about his game and try to make sense of this possibly working out where he miraculously goes from being like a 72 overall prospect type of college guy to like being 82 overall, 81 overall this season. Yeah, I, honestly, I think it's just the poise. Um, he's a good <laughs> skater. He's pretty good at moving the puck. Like he he has things that you want to see in a modern NHL defenseman, <laughs> but he's young, right? He like this guy just turned 22 years old. Uh, he's one of the youngest. Like you talk about Juleson, Jet Wu, Akito Hirose, Guillaume Brisewell, Jack Rathbone, any of these guys, they're all like at least a couple years older than Cole McWard. So the fact that McWard's getting this opportunity says something about the Canucks' defensive depth. It really says something about the guys on the right side, right? And we talked about it uh, earlier this week. But Noah Juleson and Jet Wu, like, show something. Do something, okay? You're, you're about to lose your job to a guy that was in college like four months ago, five months ago. So, I mean, yeah, it's uh, a bit of an indictment on the Canucks' depth. But I, I'm just curious if McWard can do it. Um, I, it. Obviously, it would be a stretch. No one would have seen this coming if he actually could mm-hmm. break camp with the team. But again, they, the Canucks have five preseason games to go. So it's, it's wait and see, but a hell of an opportunity for a uh, young Colt McCord. It is. And uh, you brought up Luongo in that era. Remember, it kind of happened with Chris Tanev overnight. I know he played some games that season, but the next season, I remember in 2012 making the Facebook status. It was a game after uh, we played Edmonton. And I was like, yo, Chris Tanev is filthy good. That was my Facebook status. Right away, he just transition into being a poised reliable defenseman and again with confidence maybe an athlete a pro athlete like that can do it and maybe it's easier to be confident when you're playing with one of the best defensemen again in hockey and quinn hughes Uh, the canucks need like outlier situations like that happening they need it they need it yep it's the truth percent and you know maybe they need more americans on this team i touched on it on yesterday's episode but the canucks have one of the most american heavy lineups in the league america baby and you know, I might have jinxed another American because basically on yesterday's episode, I did say, yeah, move the swords a little bit. Let's go. I did say on yesterday's episode that the Canucks have probably 17 roster spots locked up right now, depending on where you slot Makayev. And I had Dakota Joshua as one of the guys locked up. So again, my math was nine of 17 players on the, the Canucks roster were born in the States. Now, Dakota Joshua, I think I jinxed the guy because I released that episode and then like probably, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a couple hours later, Rick Talkin says that Dakota Joshua does not have his job locked up and that he <laughs> needs to pick it up. Um, so <laughs> honestly, my, my mentality is the same as most Canuck fans, right? The Canucks don't have a lot of size, power and grit in their bottom six. And Dakota Joshua played well last year and got better as the season went on. So it was interesting to hear Talkin say that his job's in jeopardy. Do you, are you buying what Talkett's putting down, Kyle? Or do you think he's just trying to motivate Josh? Dude, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Dude, everything has to go well for the Vancouver Canucks to make strides and be uh, uh, appealing for Canuck fans to be proud of. And again, Pedersen to sign long-term. And for everything to go right, you need your bottom six players uh, not looking like uh, a tweener players in the AHL, you know? They need to look like they belong in the NHL and constantly make an impact. Again, a lot has to go right. This team has to get lucky, and Dakota needs to get pushed. If that's the case, if he hasn't really been impressing in training camp, again, you're talking about a game in which the Flames uh, beat, beat up on the Canucks 10 nothing. Like, what did this guy do? Where's the highlight? You yeah, had a good well, season was, last year, 10 goals bad. last year, you know? I know you're playing against a whole bunch of NHLers, and you're on this team full of AHLers, uh, players that are going to play overseas and whatnot. Dude, just do something. Again, J-Pat, do something. They got to put that on a shirt. Uh, J-Pat's got to start a, start a new yeah. podcast. Instead of rink wide, J- just call it do something. 
Do something. <laughs> Dakota, bro, bring it. Bring it. And it's not a guarantee that, again, a tweener. And he did a lot for the Canucks last year, but keep in mind, he played for the, one of the worst teams in hockey. People get their chances to do things in a season when you're placed on a bad team. Uh, but like, what's that Dr. Drake, Drake quote? It's like, it's uh, tough to get to the top, but when you get to the top, it's hard, it's harder to stay there. And the only yeah. way you stay there is to do more. And I think Christian McCaffrey of the NFL said something really similar. Like, you got to do more. So maybe he just came into camp thinking that he got it locked down. He figured out the method. And it's like, dude, come on, man. It's uh, this, the standard is different in Vancouver and you got to do more. That's the, uh, that's the truth. We deserve better. Come on. Yeah, we deserve better. And like you said, shout out to J-Pad and to do something. Also, shout out to us with Hope is Dope, okay? Hope is Dope. I want to be rocking this shirt, buddy. I'm telling you. Uh, for the YouTube viewers, they can see it right now. But I want to be rocking a Hope is Dope shirt because I want things to matter in Vancouver. I want games mm-hmm. to matter. And mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, Dakota Joshua's spot in the NHL matters to him because he's a mm-hmm. risk losing it, okay? You know, you look at the lines from Canucks practice yesterday. Uh, Huglander, Pedersen, Kuzmenko, D. Giuseppe, Miller, and Besser, Ovilia, Suter, and Garland, and Amon, Beluger, and Stednika. So I look at that as D. Giuseppe, Amon, and Stednika are guys that have, you know, impressed ahead of um, Dakota Joshua so far. Mm-hmm. So Dakota Joshua, he's got to figure it out. We also got to figure out how to get to the next segment. So let's just go there right now, okay? You're listed to Locked On Canucks, baby. Comment Corner on the other side. Okay, okay, you're back on Locked On Canucks. Your Canucks every day. Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen. Uh, we got to make things quick, okay? Because Trevor Beggs got a job to do, and he's got to bring the bacon to the table, okay? Bring the meatloaf to the table, okay? Uh, it would be easier uh, for him to do so if you subscribed to this channel below. If you enjoyed the episode, if you didn't, it's all good. Subscribe another day, okay? We can take the heat. Uh, before we get to Common Corner, really quickly, Beggsy, we got to do it. This question matters. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Excited to see some Canucks hockey tonight. Uh, I'm excited to see Cole McGordon, Quinn Hughes. Let's go, baby. There you go. There you go. Let's get to our favorite segment of the show, Comet Corner on Locked on Canucks. Welcome to Comet Corner, powered by paraphrasing. Today's comment comes from our friend Random Number. The Canucks have to be one of the worst franchises in sport if you take all of their 50-plus years of existence into review. Okay, okay. Thanks for the comment. Every comment matters, right? It's 2023. Every comment matters. I think that's the trending phrase these days. And this comment actually has me thinking about what we started the show off with. And it's just like the standard and the truth. Because the truth is pretty similar to what the commenter just did to the Vancouver Canucks. And that's roast them, but also more notably tell the truth. And the truth is that in the beginning of the show, we talked about Luongo and it being okay that he gets a ring of honor nomination or a ring of honor inductee ceremony in December against Florida and not have his number retired because dude, come on. We're the Vancouver Canucks. We really need 12 numbers up there before we win one cup. Leave some room again. I'll say this. This is why I think one of the, the Canucks are considered one of the worst franchises, uh, you know, in the last 50 years. Is the guy talking about NHL or just every league? Doesn't Everything, really matter. Man. Yeah. Everything doesn't really matter, but I'll, I'll say this. One of the reasons the Canucks have that moniker is because the fans care in this market, okay? This team would not be here if the fans didn't care. Like, you can look at all kinds of other bad organizations like the Atlanta Flames or the California Golden Seals or any of these other NHL franchises that have come and gone because 
the team sucked, and then the fans stopped caring. The fans freaking care in this market, and that's why this team deserves a winner. And then one day, I believe, I believe that they will actually get a winner. Yes, it's been a bad 50 years, but hey, we got nowhere to go but up, baby. Yeah, you know, again, hope is dope. Put that t-shirt back up there, wherever it is. Hope is dope. Hope is dope. It's going to happen within the next three to five years. I'm putting that out there. We're going to win the cup. Uh, it's going to all start this season. The culture is going to change. These players are going to care about winning because they get a taste of it. And the rest is history. And they're going to be led by Quinn Hughes and Elias Pettersson. And I want to ask the question again to the people. Let us know in the comments, comments below if me and Trevor are not wrong. And we're completely incorrect about uh, Luongo's role in Canucks history. And he deserves to have that number up there. Uh, did Jose Theodore... Is his number retired in Montreal? Is it? Oh my god, is it? No, it isn't. Don't even don't even don't, don't even search so. it. Come on, don't even search it up. It obviously isn't. It obviously isn't. <laughs> Remember, Luongo didn't win a Vesna. He didn't win a heart. He didn't. He didn't. And if the Canucks were gonna win the Stanley Cup, he wasn't gonna win a consummate. You get dude, it's all it's all good. Luongo was great for the Vancouver Canuck, Canucks, but was he a legend? I guess sort of, but again, when the Canucks do win the Stanley Cup the real legends are going to be born. And some of those players, some of the history is not going to be erased, but it's going to be forgotten. 100%. I can't believe you just had me thinking that uh, Jose Theodore had his number retired by the Canadian. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever looked up in my life. Unbelievable. Anyway, that means it's time to get out of here, okay? Canucks preseason hockey tonight, tomorrow night. We're going to have you covered here on Lockdown Canucks, breaking down the training camp battles and also just the pecking order, okay? Like ranking who's going to make this team, who's not going to make this team. But again, I got to get out of here. So I'm Trevor Banks. That guy's Kyle Bauer. And you've been listening to Locked On Canucks.